Hello, everyone, and welcome to What Happens in the Media, a podcast where we talk about the effects social media has in our day-to-day life. I'm your host, Darian Kelly, and on today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can make a full-time career out of social media. If you listened to the first episode, you would know that we talked about some of the bad things that came with social media and comparing yourself to others, but not all bad things or not all things related to social media are bad. There's literally pros and cons to every situation. So before we jump into today's topic, I just wanted to say thank you to all of the people that have listened to this podcast and all the people that have just showed their support, shared it on their Instagram stories, or sent me the kindest messages. It really meant a lot, and it just gave me that little boost to just keep posting and keep doing the things that I love. So I'm very grateful for y'all, and I just want to say thank you. But yeah, so a few days after I posted the first episode, I decided to go out with some friends, and I literally walked into this bar in my hometown, and I literally got so anxious because I forgot it was Thanksgiving break, and everyone was home for the holidays, so I literally saw people from elementary school, junior high, high school, that I literally haven't spoken to in like 10 years, and I just got super anxious. I tend to get anxious when I'm around a whole bunch of people I haven't talked talk to in so long and all that anxiety instantly just started going away because all these people I haven't spoken to in so many years were coming up to me just saying like oh congratulations on your podcast or saying they listened to it or saying they were going to listen to it and it was just kind of validating even though like I don't really need anyone's validation and like no one should need validation from anyone else to pursue the things they like but like it's just a struggle that we go through in this society anyways it was just really cool to have y'all support and it really meant a lot to me so I just want to say thank you but that kind of inspired the topic of today's episode which is how you can make money on social media and I always knew that this was possible And like, of course it's possible. You see all these other influencers on Instagram and like making money and getting these brand deals and stuff. And like, I just never thought it would be me. And so many of y'all listened to my first episode that I am able to monetize my content through ads because I got so many plays on my first episode. So the platform that I am recording my podcast on allowed me to include their ads in my podcast episodes and make money. And so y'all kind of just gave me, I guess, a little bit of hope. Like, I just thought that was so cool. And that kind of inspired today's topic, which is how to turn social media into a full-time career. So in my opinion, the reason why I think most people fail at making a career out of social media is because it takes a lot of discipline. You're not going to have a boss breathing down your neck telling you, you need to do this at this time, or you need to post this at this time. You are your own boss. And that's kind of the whole reason I want to get into this, because I I want to make my own hours. I don't want someone telling me what to do. And so that's why I think that making a social media career is so cool because you have the flexibility that you want. You put in the amount of work that you want and your results will show how much work you're putting in. But I just think that's so cool. And that's kind of the reason why I want to get into this. 
Another thing that you need to keep in mind is you have to niche down. I know a lot of people may go viral from doing all the trendy videos and stuff and I've been there and I've tried to keep up with all the trends and stuff and yes it works for some people but niching down is just really important. It works for the majority of people because you are able to find your audience. You're able to find people who connect with you and are passionate about the things that you are passionate about so you kind of build a community. So the first thing I would say is to niche down. I think that's so important. And if you talk to any other creator, they will tell you the same, that you need to find your niche. Another reason why you should niche down is because if you are doing content and creating content that's all over the place, you're going to burn yourself out because you're going to get tired of doing it and it's not something you're passionate about. Once you find your niche and it's something you're passionate about, you're going to enjoy creating content and your content is just going to flow. You're going to have so many ideas. So that's another reason why you need to niche down. Finding your niche may seem like a very difficult thing to do, but literally the answer is probably right in front of you. Like I mentioned in the introduction of my first episode, I got my undergrad degree from Texas Tech University in digital media and communications. And the College of Media and Communications really taught me some insightful things that I think are so beneficial when it comes to making a career out of social media, which is kind of one of the reasons I decided to start this podcast and kind of niche down to media because media is such a powerful tool and I just enjoy the effects that it has in our life and how to see our society is transformed due to social media or because of social media. So a lot of people will finally find their niche and then they will kind of just jump straight into creating content. And yeah, that probably works for some people. But in my opinion, you need to come up with a strategy. This will make sure that you're staying on track and help you stay consistent. And your strategy may not be like anyone else's. And that's okay. You just need to kind of do the things that work for you. So for this podcast, once I niche down, I came up with a name. The first thing that I did was come up with a posting schedule. So basically what times I'm going to post, what days I want to post, when I want to post, and all of that kind of stuff. The next thing that I would do would be to brainstorm my topics. So how I do this is I usually come up with a whole bunch of ideas and then kind of do research and whichever one I find the most stuff on for the week, that's usually the one I will go with. And I get a lot of my inspiration from different things in life like books, different news articles, and of course social media like Twitter, Instagram, and all those different platforms. I just kind of do my research and I don't do all of this in one day. I like to spread out my research throughout the week so it doesn't feel all like rushed or like I'm just trying to get all this different information. I like to take my time and write things down and then at the end of it when I'm ready to produce this podcast, I like to collect all the things that make sense and the things that flow. You want all the information that you have gathered to tell a story and just to flow so people understand it and you're getting your point across. Another thing that I like to do, and it's literally so fun, this is the creative in me coming out, but I like to create vision boards for every single episode. I just kind of scroll on Pinterest, Instagram, and like screenshot pictures and make a collage. And you can do this in different apps, but I like to do mine in Canva. And I just kind of base them on whatever episode or whatever topic that I'm talking about. So I can kind of refer back to it and make sure I'm getting my vision across. So I love doing that.
I'm a very visual person, so I just love doing the vision board. It also helps me when I'm creating all the graphics, like the show graphics for Instagram and stuff. So I don't know. I just love doing the vision boards, and I feel like a lot of people do that, and they can vouch for the vision boards too. So you should kind of give it a try. I mean, it may not be for everyone, but it's a fun thing that I like to do. One thing I would highly recommend when you're first starting off is to mainly just focus on one platform. You do not need to go and make yourself visible on every single platform. I mean, you can, but you're kind of just going to burn yourself out. So I would learn the ins and the outs on one main platform. And then once you feel like you're growing and you feel like you're ready, then you can start on that other platform. You don't need to do it all right when you're starting off. I would make sure that you're taking advantage of your analytic tools. These platforms provide these tools for a reason, and they kind of may seem confusing when you're first starting off, but once you learn how to use them, they are so beneficial. And you can watch so many videos on how to use the tools that are provided for you. It's super easy once you get the hang of it. And once you get the hang of the analytic tools, you can literally do so much with it. You can start making data-driven decisions that are very beneficial to your growth on social media. For example, you can look and see if you're reaching the audience that you want to target. And if you are, you know that you're doing something right. And if you're not, then you know you need to try something else. So either way, the analytics tool are beneficial to you and you need to take advantage of it. Another thing that I like to do is to pre-batch content. So what I mean by that is you literally come up with all of these ideas, whether it's you need to take photos, videos, record episodes, um, but you should do all of this, like give yourself one to two days. So when you do not have anything to post, you literally can use the content that you pre-batched to like not go inactive on social media. A lot of different like content creators do this. You'll see like influencers pick out a whole bunch of outfits or like pick out outfits from brands they're working with and they will just go shoot all over town for a full day. And then they never go without content. They always have things to post because they pre-batched everything in one day. So it just makes it easier on yourself. But if you're good at time management, you don't have to do this, but it's just really beneficial in my opinion. I also think it is so important to be taking risks all the time because if you're not taking risks, then you're just gonna stay in your comfort zone and there's no room for growth in your comfort zone. So while I was doing research, I came across this quote in my textbook and I just thought it would be very beneficial to share with y'all. So it says, if you're thinking about doing something and you're worried about doing it, ask yourself a simple question. Is what I'm about to do going to land me in jail? Is it going to cause an international incident? Or am I going to be homeless? The worst that happens is you fail and you try again. And as long as you learn something from the failure, I don't consider it a failure. I will never hire anyone who has not failed. I want you guys to fail. I want you guys to fail so goddamn hard that it blows your mind. You can't imagine. Trust me when I say this. If you continue down the entrepreneurial path, you will have no clue right now how hard you're going to fail. It's going to be awesome because every time I've failed and I've failed a ton, I've learned so much. And that quote by Peter Shankman is so true because who cares if you fail? Everybody fails at something, but it, all that matters is that you get back up and try again. And that next time that you try again, you never know. You could fail again, but you also could become very successful. But you're never going to know if you don't get up and try. 
So keep going. Don't let that one failure get you down. The last thing that I want to say is that there is always room for growth. No matter how successful you may become or where you are in your influencing career or social media career, there's always room for growth. Don't ever become so cocky and think you have everything figured out or that you don't need anyone because in reality, that is not true. Especially in this industry that's constantly growing and evolving and changing. You should definitely find a group of people who are doing somewhat of the same things that you are doing and just bounce ideas off of each other or collaborate on future projects. You never know where it could take you. But don't ever think that you are so good at what you're doing that you don't need anyone else. Some people may know some information that could really benefit you or vice versa. So that's why it's kind of important to collaborate with people around you who are doing similar things. Show other creatives the support that you want people to show you. It's as simple as that. There's so many other things that we could talk about, but I think that was the perfect ending to today's episode. So thank you all for tuning in to What Happens in the Media. If you're enjoying the podcast, be sure to follow us on Instagram at What Happens in the Media or shoot me an email at whathappensinthemedia at gmail.com and let me know what you want to hear in the next episode. Or if you want to be in the next episode, just say that in the email. So thank you all so much. Bye.